Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio and the world. Vegas fans still the market behind the eight ball. Kind of a melancholy day out here in Vinny Land. It's raining as usual. When I do a show, it rains. Not as bad as last week. Um, and as usual, I have Derek Ali doing his little magic trick with his phone because I don't see him up here. So I'm going to give you the call-in number, bro. 347-205-9130. And if you're calling on that magic jack, I will hang up and call the Piper Twin. I swear to God I will. Back at you in a minute. Radio in the world. What's up, peeps? Let me hit the switchboard here. I still see no Derek Ali. Now, this dude knows that this show starts at 8 o'clock Vinny time. There he is. I'm going to let him sit there and suffer for a minute. Let this be a lesson to the next guest. Nah, 
Um, it's, it's interesting. It's been a, a, a rather strange week. Um, I first want to start off by um, giving uh, my condolences. A lot of you know that I w have been involved in the professional wrestling business in the past. Um, in fact, actually ditched Alaska my last year of high school. I only had three months to go. I don't know if I ever told anybody this story, but I um, had a chance to go. You know, it's kind of like a kid running off to join the circus. Um, I loved going through the small towns, doing the show, learning the promoting. And, and one of the very first young ladies I got to work with um, and actually booked matches for was, um, I mean, her first name was actually Gertrude, but we always called her Angel. And it was Angel Vachon, came from a very famous wrestling family. And any of you hardcore wrestling fans know her as Luna. And... Um, that was God, my God, 24 years ago. And it's funny, they still, we put together a great big package in um, Bally's Reno, and it was uh, called Women's Championship Wrestling, and it was basically the best female women wrestlers in the world at the time uh, doing their thing. And uh, that's where I first got to meet Angel, and she was one of my first, probably the first female I ever booked. And uh, sadly, as as so often is the case in the uh, wrestling world, the good die young. Um, I had just um, talked to her probably six months ago and um, found out belatedly that she had passed away at the age of 48. Um, another great legend gone. And uh, remarkably, Sherry Martell, um, I was her last booking um, she, I had signed her to do an autograph show uh, uh, probably, I don't know, we're going back a year or so, and that was the last time uh, she ever did an event because, once again, um, died too soon. Um, I wrote a post the other day that said, Dear, Dear Wrestling, stop killing my friends. Anyway, if you're up there, girl, rest, rest in peace. Okay, I ordered a pizza from friggin' dinner from Domino's, and I swear to God, I should have gone to Roscoe's Rib Shack in Redondo because it took like uh, two hours, and this thing is colder than a uh, scorned woman's heart. So I haven't had a chance to eat anything yet, but that's all good. Um, Derek Ali is one of these guests that is just, you know, you, you hear the uh, term jack-of-all-trades, master of none. I'm like living proof. I've got like two things I do well. Well, one I, I do well that I can't talk about. Um, but uh, the guy is just friggin' brilliant. And for everybody over at WeBuildEmpires.com, you know this guy is so organized and so succinct and everything he does is good and he you know i was talking to james j jones and james is you know does webinars every week and thank god knock on wood Vinny finally gets his on september 29th the google penetration product and uh i might add that every time i do a show up until then i continue to prove that this works um if you go to google right now I'll punch in derek ali and um marketing magic after it you're going to see that not only am i on the first page but i got the first top five spots and i did that in about 24 hours um 
if Derek ever were to release a product called Derek Ali Magic Marketing or Marketing Magic, um, he would be dominating the page. And actually have him on the first page just for his name from our old show. So I'm bringing this up because I'm always doing live case studies, and that particular product, and I've only ever put one out, is so powerful that it will be released on September 29th, and it's going to be James J. Jones doing it. So uh, if he's out there, um, I'm still kicking ass, taking names, and nobody can figure it out. All these techno gurus can't figure out how a clueless guy like me can do it, but I do. Um, other than that, uh, we got the – I'm really looking forward to uh, – it's either going to be the 12th or – excuse me, the 12th or 13th, but we've got the lovely – Piper Girls, and uh, i got to be behave myself on that show. That's going to be a tough one for Benny. I mean, you got two hot blondes on the show. Good God. I might have to up the rating on that one, too. It's explicit, right? I usually do them under mature. Um, looking forward to talking to those two girls. Really, 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 really um, looking forward to... Um, their futures, uh, they have so many advantages going for them, as do a lot of you that are either in my program or or We Build Empires, Osm's program, or a lot of you are in both. So anyway, um, we had such a good reception to Derek Ali. This one of these guys, again, master, you know, like, like I was saying, jack of all trades, master none, that's me. This guy seems to know everything about everything. And, and 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 I mean, actually does know. So tonight we're just going to do. Um, I'm going to let him roll. I, I said, man, let this let the world know. You know, this is one of the top real estate experts in the world. When I mean uh, real estate, I'm not talking about one of these you know info gurus who tells you how to you know you know buy buy a house with nothing down or something. I'm talking about he knows these little underground under the radar techniques that can save people's home. The guy took his time to actually spend probably 20, 30 minutes with my mother on the phone dealing with her mortgage. And uh, I appreciate the guy. His scripts are awesome. Uh, we will be bringing the infamous adult film star, Danny Nix, onto a show here one of these weeks. And actually might have, I don't know why I said infamous, she's a sweetheart. It's just when, you know. But I want, I'm going to use this as a live case study because I'm actually doing the private school church model here. And I don't want to give too much away, but she's actually what you'd call my uh, capo. Um, I don't do tot, TT, and all that. I, I use the uh, mafia hierarchy because it fits Vegas fits better, I guess. You know, you got the godfather, underboss, capo, soldier. So anyway, um, he put together a script, and my point being is if a porn star can do it, nobody has an excuse. And um, she's got a great phone voice to go along with the... Uh, a lot of other great features. Anyway, we're going to just freestyle this tonight. I'm going to bring on my man, Derek Ali, unless he's on that magic jack, at which point he gets banned, and I call the Piper Twins or somebody and try to uh, be funny for the next hour or so. Well, be gentle. There you go, brother. Are you on the phone? Can you hear me now? Yeah, be gentle, Vince. Be gentle. I'm going to be gentle. Um, I, I, I had to punish you a little bit there because uh, I said every time, you know, I, I, I don't book people. I, I'm giving you a double booking because that last show kicked ass. We went to number two in marketing like a day. Right. We got a awesome. I'm, I'm, 
I'm just happy to be back. Uh, glad you. I'm you waiting for my check. It's still in the mail. <laughs> we're we're on it, especially on the, the JV you and I are working on. So we're on oh, absolutely developments for you after the show. Oh, I'm I'm excited about that. Actually, got there's another kid on the board. Um, I don't want to put his name out there, but he's in the uh, he's one of the new kids, uh, not really a kid. Um, well, I'll just I'll just tell you the name. It's O. I really like okay. this guy, even though, even though uh, he had some bad things to say about the Minnesota Vikings, um, <laughs> and he's really into that. Uh, he, you know, it's uh, when I throw that infomercial out there, and you're actually seeing this product. I mean, I think that one I sent him. Uh, I think they did uh, on that fly free. I think they did like thirty thousand units in four hours, and it just demonstrates the product. Wow. And again, we're talking. And the waterless wash and wax actually did three weeks ago. I don't have the exact numbers, but I believe 59,000 units were sold. And it's funny because over here we're just used to washing our cars with a lot of water, but in Canada and places like the U.K. they have water restrictions. And that sold, uh, did almost $1.8 million. Uh, again, unfortunately, Vinny's got the North American distribution right. So we're definitely looking for people, anybody's interested in that opportunity. Uh, it's it's very simple. Just go to flattireprofits.com. I send three emails. That's it. That's the autoresponder series. See, I can say stuff other marketers can't. You're going to get hit three times, and each one of them is going to just show you what this product does. And then I actually tell you to call me, or not call me, rather, but email me and tell me what you can do because uh, it's in 65 countries right now, this product line, and North America and Canada are virgin. Plus, it's manufacturer direct. The guy lives five minutes away from me, been in business since 1989, does about $15 million a year. He should be doing awesome. $100 million a year. Should be doing more. Um, i got to flip over to actually the page because we're going to go a little um, – do you want to kind of set this up? And then I'm just going to go through the outline because we're kind of going off to a, a – and I've got to see if I can do this without knocking you off the air. Um, how do I – I'm going to switch back to – the outline that we had originally talked about because I actually put it on the um, on the show page itself. So if you can give me just one second here. Um, okay. Well, take your time will... to get into it. I, I got it in front of me, but I, I want to get your, your oh, here purview. We go. I want to get your My your, show page. Your okay. Give me, okay. I'm, I'm going to pull it up, and then we can start right from the top. And uh, here we go. Um, again, one of the reasons I brought James Jones up is because he's one of these big-time marketers that's known for quality, and, he's, and, and he doesn't like these. I, I, one of the reasons I like James is, number one, everything he does is quality, and he finds these really obscure, off-the-wall type people. When I mean that, I don't mean they're nutcases. I mean it's just not people that necessarily – you're getting 150 emails from a day. They're not the guru types, and he really has a problem with people, much like myself, I have to share the same point, that talk about things they don't do. Um, mm -hmm. You actually do what you talk about. And what's strange about you is most people are lucky enough to specialize in one niche and be good at it, good enough to actually market it and actually make money doing it. But, you know, I mean, we could spend three days just on some of the real estate stuff, but um, I was talking to him about you, and I said, I actually found a guy, and I said, it's not lip service either, that is pretty damn good at a whole lot of things, 
And I know James is kind of getting burned out. He's, I think his last six or seven webinars have been on offline gold. Uh, that's basically con- working with local businesses. And it's not that right. he's not interested right. in it because obviously he devoted a lot of time to it. But I said, I think I got a guy that, you know, pretty much can, can come up with just about anything on anything and make it work. And we're just going to go through some um, kind of miscellaneous weird things. I'm going to throw you like a title, and you're going to give us a little uh, information about it. We'll just go from there and freestyle it, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the first thing I see is um, sneaky online spy tools. Um, and I'm going, to read, I'm going to actually read the description of this and let you roll with it. Sneaky online spy tools gives you X-ray vision. God, I could use that now. And unfair advantage over your local competition. Well, I love that right off the bat. Um, Uncover what any competitor is doing to sell online just in a few clicks, then duplicate. Now, I'm not necessarily going to make you give away the farm here. And, uh, you know, we like to give content on this show, but obviously I'm not going to have you sit here and give thousands of dollars worth of uh, products that you sell away. But if you want to talk about... um, you know, hit on each of these, or maybe even use an example without giving away the farm. However, you want to do it, brother. I'm going to try to okay. get as much info out of you as I can for the benefit of my listeners. But by the way, we're not pitching anything here. But I right, want everybody right. out there to realize that um, uh, you, you guys are dealing. I wouldn't have this guy on my show twice if if he wasn't the real deal. So go ahead. Thanks, Ben. Well, I just to give you an overview of the uh, sneaky online spy tools. Uh, spy is, is the gimmick. You know, you're capturing an idea or you're able to actually spy or gather intelligence on your competition. Mm-hmm. We show you where, where you should go. We have uh, uh, over-the-shoulders video screen captures to help you to key in and target where your best competition is actually focusing their efforts online, what they're doing. You know, and it could be someone local, it could be a national, or but what they're doing and how you can take advantage of the same. Keyword okay, strategy. Okay, is this online and offline, or is this primarily? In other words, when you say competition, I'm, I'm right. guessing you're talking about somebody in well, say, your competitor's uh, website. But you might be able to actually utilize some of the tools, some of the software that we use with the uh, Google system, uh, to actually gather information for you robots that go out and collect an army of robots that go out and collect information on your competition anytime there's a press release or uh, a product uh, or a mention uh, we show you how to use twitter and actually find out a twitter, twitter conversation twitter. yeah oh yeah twitter you got to have twitter or else you're not going to be anything <laughs> you, you can't a business can't succeed today all business will else fail just like Osmond says if you don't have twitter you're out of business and if you don't have uh, Twitter, you might as well have the clap because that's about as painful as it is. Um, and I'm not speaking from experience. I just had to come up with a metaphor on the you know on the on the fly. Um, so that's this is one. actually, and this is not something. Okay, and keep in mind, everybody, that what Derek's talking about here. These are not things that you're going to find on ClickBank. These are not things that are being rehashed. These are. Um, Again, that's why I'm, I'm I, God. I I don't talk like James Jones, but I'm starting to get in that mindset where I I'm really enjoying discovering people out there that uh, have you know these little inside tricks to things that a lot of these so-called smart people don't even know about. 
um, much less utilized. So obviously what's the, the main advantage of this is you can, you, you can glean the information from the competitors and then how do you take advantage of it? Well, success I mean, I have ideas somehow, you're, you're, able, you're able to find out if they are running ads and if they have ran those ads on, online, how long uh, they run a certain ad. We show you in, using one model. And then the other one is finding out their keyword strategy, keywords that they're right. using, which ads okay. actually, if, if you look at the ad, which ones the keywords are actually pulling the best. Exactly, and you know, for, for an offline version of it, because that's more me, this would be uh-huh. like uh, you seeing the uh, classified ad in the back of Popular Mechanics. There's certain ads, Correct. you know, or, or that will run for years, and there's a reason they're running for years because they're drawing and they're making a profit either through, you know, inquiries and then a follow-up or two-step or whatever. So this is the same type of model, but it's basically modernized, and. Um, mm-hmm. And that and that's got to give you and and like in the case of uh, you know the product uh, uh, we're talking about like with the uh, you know flat tire flat tire profits dot com that's information that would be very very uh, interesting to me only because um, you know I'd like to see because he my guy does absolutely zero marketing um, that's powerful information and by the way he has no interest yeah in doing he's doing marketing. he's doing fifteen million. My grandpa used to tell me, don't ever take advice from somebody who makes less money than you. Well, I make way less money than he does, but the guy is so honest about his situation. He says, right. Vince, I'm a manufacturer. He says, I don't have time. I said, how do you get all these clients? He's got 200 distributors, and they're all, unfortunately, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but 99% of them are spread out through 65 countries, but those countries don't include Canada and the United States. I say, how do they find you? He said, they find me on my website. Well, finding his website would be, you'd have an easier time finding Jimmy Hoffa, I think. So um, (laughs) when it comes time to actually, you know, if we were rolling this, you know, a product or any type of thing out on a... um, on a consumer, you know, or con, you know, a consumer launch of any kind, or or just, you know, I, I could see it being valuable just for market research. I mean, there's, I, I see a lot of applications on this. And now, is this a piece of software that you have, or is it a, or is it a technique or a strategy? I mean, kind of just fill me it's in. It's basically on that. a strategy. Uh, we incorporate free software that's online. There are some paid systems that do a better job, mm-hmm. or yeah, but. For the guy that's just starting and he wants to actually leverage what's going on local, get a handle on what's going on, and gals that are uh, launching their online business or have a one that's going and want to keep an eye on what the competition is doing. Not saying you should, you know, uh, be a be a a, a, a carbon a copy twin. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but you know, we'll get on to that when we talk about the swipe copy profits. Uh, because right. you do, you can emulate, but you don't have to exact imitate or or just rip off. Uh, well, well, and, and the other thing which you can also find out is what's not working. Because if you see something, uh, I remember Perry Belcher mentioning one time uh, that he went into a guy's Google AdWords account, and there was like 400 keywords, and he found that out about two out of the out of all the keywords, there's like four that actually worked. And he looked at right. that and he said, "Why why do you have these other ones?" He said, I don't know, you know, they're not costing us. And he, and he just shook his head. And 
And the point being is, you could. I would take that information, and that would give me a very good indication. Sometimes knowing what not to use is as good as knowing what to use in Correct. terms of uh, you know your marketing, your keywords, etc. So. Anyway, that that itself is very very cool. I'm a little privy to it, and I can tell everybody it is uh, really really cool stuff. Uh, the online spy tool strategy that Derek has there. Um, let's you can see go on, down. on the well. On, okay, let's go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Finish I was going to say you can see you can see a few examples on the uh, We Build Empires uh, network. I, I did one for Classy Mogul and uh, putting some of those systems together so that you can get a handle on what your opportunity is once you identify who your competition, the website, keywords they're targeting, uh, ads that are being run, and also other competitors that are bidding in uh, where they're ranking as opposed to the one you're looking at. Is this primarily for Google pay-per-click, or are there other, uh, because not everybody's into that. There are are other. Well, there's one for Google pay-per-click that you can look at and assess. But then right. there's a, a general. We're using the Google tools, of course, for for a majority of that. But there right. are several other websites and systems that you can put in place. That but will this isn't just for this isn't designed just for somebody who because a lot of people, I mean, uh, Google. I mean, they're slapping people left and right. So, and I I, right. I I I want people to understand that this particular strategy, as far as basically spying on your competition. And obviously, I've heard of ways to do it. I happen to think you probably have one of the better ways of doing it. Um, but this doesn't just apply to people that are interested in setting up a, a Google Ad um, AdWords account. No, no, it's well. not just for 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 pay per click. But pay per click and understanding that information that's there. If the ad is working there, people that are searching for your product or service are going to be, if you're on Yahoo Search or Bing, still searching in the same type of ads. And when you put Yahoo, Bing, and Google together in terms of search engine, you're still only getting about 30% of the web. So there's a whole right. another 70, almost 80% of search engines or sources where people are actually going to look at. And if you were to take those same ads, 9 out of 10 times, they're going to work on those other search engines. So it's not just definitively for Google. And I share with you the efficacy of Well, I, I should have said Google. I should have said pay-per-click yeah. in general. I meant just... Well, yeah, I mean, pay-per-click I, in yeah. general. Well, yeah. you can run these to, to do blogging, and actually blogging will get you organic listings. Oh, well, check your own name out on blog. I think I got you number absolutely. one. I was going to right. tell got people me a, that... People yeah. look at that more so than they'll look at the advertised, the paid... This is something I want to bring up to right people... Bar. Yeah, I want to bring that up, and it's funny because a lot of people don't know this. I I, I mean, I'm sure people are saying, well, yeah, we do. But when you go to Google, there is a little button there that says everything else. And if you hit that button, it will say you're searching for dogs or cats or whatever. You can punch in, you know, most people just punch in dog, and they get results, but... What if you wanted a video? Well, you can you hit that button. It will give you videos. It will give you blogs. It will give you updates in the last 24 hours. There's a big long list, and um, it's funny. On my particular technique, I seem to get everybody number one on blogs as well. And you're right, people do a lot of or there's discussions. There's a whole um, right. you know 
a motley crew of different subcategories. Some people are looking for a video on something. They, they, they want to know how to do something. So they punch it in Google, and they go to and click that Google uh, video section. Now all they're getting is videos. So they're weeding right. through going through that, and I, I like that. So, And, and Google has cool. it where you can see it in the last seven days, last month, in the last 24, or 24 hours. hours. That's yep. right, last week. Uh-huh. And uh, YouTube works the same way, and I have a, a element on YouTube to see what's trending hot in terms of videos. Or you YouTube is YouTube is a, a, a very uh, again, and I believe there's a Google connection there as well. Well, yeah, and Google bought bought YouTube right. a couple of years back, so. They also yeah, got they Blogger Blog. Um, I, I have often wondered why I am so effective with a garbage can blog I have just by posting up there. It doesn't get a lot of traffic, and yet I often see when I do these shows that my Blogger Blog, which an idiot could put together in three seconds, I mean, I don't know sure. HTML or anything, it's amazing how fast they will index that. And again, it's a Google thing. There's some synergy with all this stuff. So I think I think it's all very very cool. Um, the main thing is when you're in it's just the way it is. I mean, if you're in the restaurant business, believe me, we we keep track of what our what little competition remains. Uh, right. We keep track of what they're doing. A new restaurant did open up a couple of years ago, and all of a sudden I noticed their parking lot was getting a few too many cars for my taste. And then I had to determine what they were doing and so forth and so on. And um, so it works. I mean, you know, that's what any good business person does. I mean, in order Absolutely. to stay in the game, you got to keep heads up on your competition and, and often reposition yourself based on that. If somebody's kicking your ass, you got to sit there instead of whining about it. you got to come up with a strategy. Um, let's talk about this other thing here that's pretty kind of cool. It's called Online Traffic Magic Hat Tricks. Use this powerful online magic wand to get Google to send you mega traffic for free. I like that word free in there. Um, if you never have to do pay-per-click, if you understand the art of blogging and keywords, okay. you will never, and you can not saying that you never should do it because pay-per-click has its place. Right. But what I do in, in that training video for online the magic hat tricks, what it's doing is it's sharing with you how to actually have those blogs link back to your site, how to actually develop micro sites that actually have content and relevancy and that are keyword relevant to even garner more traffic and to get you higher ranking in Google. So is you, this you're something building that you could use? With a, say a tool like um, Micro Niche Finder, Correct. I mean, is this Correct. something where you could actually uh, maybe even make that better than it is? I mean, I use Correct. Um, and these these are these they're very cheap. They're very economical ways to do it. Uh, the blogs, of course, you can get a free blog. However, if you have one hosted on your own micro your micro niche site. If you have right, it, no, I was more talking that. about using the Micro Niche Finder program, sure. which is a great program for finding keywords and stuff. Sure. I'm saying it sounds to me like you you actually have ways of using that because we've talked about that product before. That's the James Jones product. Um, there are other applications, whereas I sometimes just go in and I'm looking for keywords, but you actually have developed different ways of using a product like that to enhance it even more. Uh-huh. 
And what we do is we look at links, and I show you how to drill down and right. utilize Google, even though people say, well, I don't want to advertise with Google because they're slapping everybody, you know, and uh, yeah. they don't like Internet marketers. Well, that's great, but you can still use Google for your research, and we show you how to go and get the intelligence you need so that when you're, if you are using a product like Micro Niche Finder, how right. to set up your blog, how to actually start driving that traffic to the blog without the aid of paying Google and AdWords or even Yahoo Search, but still get indexed on those search engines quite fast. Cool. And, uh, so you and I both have products for and or service. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And see, like I said, um, these are – and again, your stuff – much like my well you're 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 way more detailed than I am. I have one strategy I mean that's it um but for anybody out there who's really serious into the market, you got to have more than just one. I have a particular strategy that's obviously very effective. I can't even tell people really I can explain how it works, and then people say, "Well, why does it work and i and I never have an answer, but uh that's okay. Your stuff actually. You know, and again, I I'm happy with my little you know my little uh, Google penetration technique because it does work. But if you're a serious marketer, you got to have a lot of different tools in your bag. And yeah. um, this I, one, I call them uh, weapons weapons of mass competitive destruction. Okay, because what you want to do is if you want to separate yourself from the herd, but you also absolutely. want to use the tools that that will make Google love your website, love your content and give you that authority based on that relevancy so you can be exposed to a wider network of people who are interested either in the market. To con- they're not directly buying now, but they may be considering a purchase soon, or they're just sorting out, and then they're identifying you as an authority because of positioning. And we show you how to get expert positioning, build a th- authority status, and actually create a site that Google loves. And that your web searchers that are all around and it's in the web, yeah, and that, organic, and, and that and, and that's the key word. Um, I, I mean, I go I go punch in like I said one of my things or whatever, and I see that when I'm on the first page, and then I I notice the first five listings are me organic, and I'm thinking these guys running ads to the right of me. I mean, I've got not only are they paying. But they're just not going to be as credible as being able to. Because people aren't looking. They're, they ignore those ads. Yeah. 80 to 90% of surfers yeah. will ignore those ads. One out of five may click on it if it's in the exactly. number one position. Uh-huh. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, so, I don't think anybody's arguing that organic's the way to go. And, that's, <laughs> and there's other, not only, well, I mean, it's a double whammy because you, it, it, it's, it's, it's almost like a press release that gets syndicated. Um, it has so much more credibility than a paid ad. If you run an ad in the paper, right. it's a paid ad. But if you've got uh, Susie Q comes down with the camera crew, uh, crew and interviews you, you now have, again, built-in positioning because, you know, in this country, if it's on TV, you know, it's got to be true. And, or, it, you know, I'm being facetious, but, I mean, you, it, there's positioning <laughs> that comes with, with uh, organic uh, first-page rankings. Period. So uh, that's very, that's that's very cool as well. Um, swipe copy profits. How to legally? I, I love this headline. It's be something I almost. I'm, I, this is something I'd have in my barter arbitrage copy if uh, I might have Brian rip this one off. But 
He's <laughs> I haven't been able to get a hold of him in a couple of days. Swipe copy profit. How to legally steal online ad copy to outsell your local competition. Uh huh. What we do is we incorporate what's called uh, a branding uh, research or a reconnaissance mission. We're looking okay. at popular words, and I show you on the video. You know what ads are coming up most often. You know on Yahoo's landing page. Yahoo is doing something that a lot of people aren't really aware of it. If you think about the reach of their audience, look at what advertisers are doing. Yahoo is not as uh, uh, old school as people think. You know, they think, mm-hmm. oh, Google is it. Yahoo has gotten hip to what it is that's capturing people's eyes and their research and development team on their ads. If you if you've noticed, I don't know if you've actually had a browser opened uh, for for Yahoo. I, I use my Yahoo account regularly, email. Yeah, I'm, they I'm had pretty copy. much Google on Gmail, so that's probably okay. You know, I don't get over to Yahoo. I sometimes punch in my product name just to see if, where it is over there, but very seldom. But I I, I I find what you're saying interesting. It's almost like they're the smoking man working in the shadows. And maybe they're conceding the fact that, well, Google may get the traffic. We may, you know. They're doing some cool stuff at Yahoo. Yeah. And I, yeah. mind you, I don't I don't get anything off. I'm not a Yahoo search marketing affiliate, so right. you're not going to get anything from me. But just pay attention to what they're doing. I've been an ad junkie since I was 10. I mentioned that on the last show. Right. You know, I, yeah. I laid my plans out how I was going to mastermind my break out of the house at 18 and be in my own business, my own house, my mom said, well, nobody's going to hire you. You're too bullheaded. And I said, it's okay. I'll start my own company. <laughs> I'll work I for myself. And, um, <laughs> I love but, but here, me, here I am today. I'm going over with mom, by the way. Because I bet mom, because I, I have this, why do I have this feeling that mom had, you know, uh, or mom's mom, dream? Mom gave out a, a well-whooped ass on a regular basis, <laughs> you know, for that type of uh, a, a flip mouth. So, you know, I, I, didn't, I wasn't I mean, spared yeah. the butt whooping. Oh, no, no. I, I, yeah, and, and it didn't necessarily probably end at 18 either. So No, it didn't. <laughs> Even though I was looking down over her, yeah, those butt whoopings came up to me. So Yeah. Well, no, they, they came down on me at 10 years old, and I got bigger, and they came up to me. So you know, Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. I fortunately... Uh, had the gift of gab and could uh, talk myself out of ass whoopings quite a bit. I was like what Richard Pryor said. He said it was a great psychology. He said um, <laughs> you try to go to bed early after you've right. done something bad. Then Grandma made him go bring it, you know, go out and uh, Get your cut switch. his own yeah. switch. He said that's a hell of a psychology to go <laughs> cut a switch to beat your own ass with. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I'll never forget my grandma made my my sister go and do that. And I think that worked to correct a lot of her attitude issues. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, no, but here right. goes. Let me share with you what you can swipe. You want to swipe the concept, not the actual, you know, patented, copyrighted idea. Right. You want to look at what your niche is and hone in on that. Then you want to see what people are doing. And I'm telling you. There are plenty of clues out there all over the web, and this video and the series actually shows you how to open up your mind to news articles that you're seeing 
and doing application. I, I did a, a list of almost 27 different articles that came out one day, just all off of ABC.com. You and I talked uh, about this one time, about right. how to, to look at the news differently and how to immediately, and, and I thought that was funny because you were one of the only guys that were right on point with me on this. When I pick up a bit, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but I just did some important oh, yeah. people. No, that's fine. Yeah, go ahead. Um, what, what Derek's referring to is I do this with the Sunday paper. There is nothing more powerful than picking up a paper. My, my grandfather used to pick up a paper and get pissed off because either his sports team had lost or something in there made him mad. Right. Finally, right. we told him, Pop, just stop reading the paper. I got a Chicago Cubs right. gave my father a heart attack and uh, gave my oh. father an ulcer. Well, Chicago the Cubs. Chicago Cubs, unfortunately, yeah. have given people that don't live in Chicago broken hearts <laughs> over the years. I mean, they are there. You know, everybody roots for the Cubbies. I mean, even if you got a favorite team, I mean, it's like you know. But but what but what you're talking about is so true. If you step back and you look at it objectively instead of getting sucked in, you'll notice that there's always. An objective. The media is one of the most, and this is why I try to, I think Stephanie and I were having a chat about this um, briefly one time from WBE, and I said the media is one of the most powerful uh, forces in this country. They can literally shape opinion. They can make you, I mean, they can make you a star and they can crush you with a pen and a piece of paper and some. Absolutely. Absolutely. And. They can, they can. I mean, it, you know, you can take a war for example. I'm not getting political here, but at one point, uh, the Iraq War had a 90% approval rating, um, and then stories would come out when, and then it dropped down to 20. But again, a lot of what people see on TV, they're so programmed because again, I, it's my belief that 95% of the people pretty much are sheep. I, I hate to say that, but but my life experience indicates that. It's almost like, well, if you saw it on TV, it's got it's the truth. Um, when you are able to step back and 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 really look at the big picture, it's really really advantageous. And um, mm-hmm. you can follow up with that because I think that's where you're going anyway. But I want to hear Ab- your spin. Absolutely. What I'm doing is I'm not just looking at ads that ran. I'm looking at articles that are gathering huge amounts of reading and following. And Facebook has made it so dang blasted simple. It's as easy as opening up your Yahoo or even your Gmail, and you can go to your news page, your home page. Look mm-hmm. at article. Look at news. Yep, that's now, on there too. The, on every, yep. Everybody has what they call the like button or share. And the like button for Facebook shows how many other people liked it. Not only that, they get even deeper. How many people in your social network liked it? And if there is a huge amount of people that are following that news article, that news article has a headline. That headline is what either drew you to it and or all those people who pressed the like button. So do you think people that pressed the like button were robots that were just zombies and are part of some conspiracy software? You know, black hat routine. No, these are news mm-hmm. articles that people are actually reading now and sharing now, and they're and Facebook is telling you how many people. And this I is one thing I this. disagree. I just this is Go one ahead. thing I hate to even say this. I, I 
you know, nobody has pushed out of the mail harder than I have for two years. I mean, I pushed him in my product and stuff, and I and I love and I love because I know what he's saying. But you know, the reason I originally started liking him is about three years ago. I've said from day one, uh, long before I even heard him say it. There's no such thing as the internet marketing business. It, you, right, it's just marketing. It's like there's no such thing as the mail. A guy told me that one. He said there's no such thing as the mail order business. He said if you sell cookbooks by mail, you're not in the mail order business, you're in the cookbook business. It's a medium. And yet, and, and it's funny because I, 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 you know, I love the sarcasm with things like Twitter and Facebook, but what, what I think people are, are mistaken about is looking at them as entities under themselves, like, oh, I don't, you know, Facebook sucks because it's just a social media, but what, what, if you'd step back, you'd realize, especially people at WBE, Osm talks a lot about market research. And what right. you're talking about right now is a way to utilize – I mean, I totally agree with him. People, you know, get online, buy a computer that massages wife's ass and, you know, does all this stuff, and they flip right. it on and think the money's going to come in. And they think that by opening a Twitter account, they're going to get millions dropped into their account. Right. I totally agree with everybody over at WBE, uh, Stephanie, all of them about that part of it. Where I think some people are missing the boat is I look at the social media, and, I mean, I, I sent you the information, and I talked about, you know, the Obama campaign, how brilliant oh, absolutely. David Bullock laid out. People, if you, if you ever get a chance, you will see. I'm talking about where they show – Obama with a certain type of BlackBerry phone, with a certain right. type of sunglasses, or maybe on a basketball court, or maybe doing this. Whatever situation he was in, it was well orchestrated and well done, not to mention that brilliant squeeze page that's still up there. If you guys want to see an example of the most, one of the reasons why this man drew the crowds he drew, um, go to Obama.com. It, right. Guess what? You don't get in unless you put your zip code and your name. Um, I'm told at one time he had, I don't know what David Bullock ended up saying, but it was a, a, a huge percentage of the American population. I mean, when I say that, I mean, it might have been a 10, 20, I don't know what percentage. It was outrageous. When you went over to Hillary's site, who was supposed to be the shoe-in, because you got to remember back then, this guy came out of nowhere. And, right. Uh, and this was the first black man that had, you know, I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, this was not supposed to happen. And, and I mean, it, it, it <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean, it's just something that people say. And then, and then, you know, McCain saying, well, this guy's got like rock star crowd. And nobody got it. And what they didn't figure out is the social media was, they were gleaning information. They were uh -huh. gleaning demographics. They were targeting people who they most likely thought would vote and and it's a that in itself is a powerful tool that was, to use that was that was their tool and if yes. you know someone and you cater to what they like and what right. they are interested in just like Osmond says people are interested in and they're more interested in what they're already interested in than you introducing something new absolutely the key, the key concept in grabbing that information and that demographics once they hit the blog, signed up for his Twitter, started following you know him uh, on on Facebook, they were able to pinpoint who the target base was. They didn't have to squirrel around 
and then right. guesswork. And that's what I share with you in my swipe yep. copy profits. If it's profitable for a competitor that may not be local to you in your area, you sure. can dominate your local area by using that same ad and giving yourself a lot of buzz and newsy feel to what it is that you blog about and drive more traffic to your sales page, your website, convert more and that people. That newsy feel is credibility. It is that again. We get back to that. It's that credibility factor that comes in, which is why I love the media. I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy, a guy in town has a uh, in California or some had an alarm company. The press really, I hate to say it, I use this line a lot. They want to make you famous, but they really don't give a shit about you. Uh, news release is about news. If you write a press release that says, hi, I'm Joe Blow, I'm opening up a new hardware store, well, you might make a small section in your local podunk town. However, if Paris Hilton gets, say you're uh, you're in the rehab, uh, drug rehab business, and you put the same thing out, you're going to get the same result. However, if you can say, you know, we cater to, you know, celebrities with drug problems and then you tie it into the fact that a dumbass like Paris Hilton just drops a gram of coke right in front of the cops out of her purse you've now got a story that everybody's watching and you can tie your business into that and that's the way you use the press and again news equals credibility now that with that said doesn't mean they're always right. I, it, it, it just means it's the way it is. And Absolutely. rather than arguing and debating whether that the news that's reported is accurate, I mean, you know, the days of Walter Cronkite are over, people. We're living in the tabloid media age. Absolutely. Media and, and not only that, the, the blogosphere has taken control. Uh, look at, sure. look at uh, WikiLeaks. Yep. They've got government-sensitive information. You know, high levels of it that's not even supposed to be reported, that no paper would dare report. And they're right in cyberspace releasing all the dirty little secrets. Well, you know, James Jones made a comment about Twitter that I found fascinating. He said that um, there's going to be a whole lot of countries that are going to be scared to death of Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah. Because of the amount of information that can be disseminated so quickly. And I believe when they were having those election riots, and I was from, I, it was, I'm not sure if it was Iraq or Iran. In Iran. You know, yeah. Right. Obama the asked million. Twitter to keep it open. Yes. To keep it up. Exactly. Yep. Because Twitter was having trouble because people were actually, you know, it was so many people that Twitter was crashing and, you know, going from server to yes. server, you know, and it was down. That you got President Obama making a request to Twitter to do all that it can so that people that are trying to get information out of Iran would not have the service. They were shutting down the newscast. They were, they were right. keeping, they, they, right. they, they, you know, that's, that's and, and Twitter is something, like I said, again, information. But I, I think what my spin on social media has become, because I share the same view, like I said, I, I love that, you know, they, Oza mentions it a lot, oh, you got to have it, you know, and he's being sarcastic. I don't look at Twitter as an entity. I don't use it that no. way. I think the proper way with social media, number one, is what you're talking about. It's an incredible research tool. You don't have Absolutely. to like Twitter. You don't Absolutely. have to like Twitter. You don't have to like Facebook. Uh-uh. But you can glean gold out of both of them and use that to your advantage. I'm going to give a, a good tip out right now, some red meat for sure. people for Twitter. Search.twitter.com. 
Right. Go ahead and type that into your browser, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash search period Twitter period COM. You will be able to find gold just right there at that landing page. And the reason why, if you put your niche in, and I'm going to give you a secret, put whatever your keyword is for your niche, put a space, put a question mark. And it gets even more powerful than that because you're automatically seeing people that are having questions about your keyword. Wow. When you start to put... That's really powerful. That's pre-qualified. And that's a freebie. That's a freebie from me. And I'm going to share something with you that's even now. Now that is even more powerful when when you do uh, when you actually correlate it or put the phrase in with buy keywords, high keywords for people that are about to buy, considering buying, purchasing, ordering, etc. Okay, so in other words, like if somebody punches in Google um, car, they're a looky-loo. If they punch in a DeLorean 1983 with X amount of, you know, this and that, that would indicate they're probably more of a buyer because they've, at that point, have their model age color down um, to a T. And, And you're saying that this particular application might very well identify those people. Powerful. Powerful. That is very, very real, cool. What that's real-time sales that creation that you can get to. Here goes. Okay. Facebook is coming out with their own called Questions. They recognize the popularity of Yahoo Answers. They recognize the power behind Twitter search. And they have been rolling out in beta a Questions queue or tab. Some of the more popular and uh, I, I guess they're higher ranked within uh, Facebook in terms of their uh, popularity and their, their um, I, I guess, uh, relevancy. Uh, right. Certain, only certain Facebookers get access to have that questions tab. But it's already going to blow anything that Twitter is doing and Google is doing because it's all in-house, 500 million, you got half a billion people. Come on. Exactly. You don't have to even leave outside of Facebook to find out who's ready to buy, has a question about buying, who you can be providing value to. So it's another thing we share about the swipe copy profits and then utilizing Yahoo Answers, utilizing search.twitter. You can also do the same thing in Google, but some of the stuff is, uh, uh, you know, they, they have this term called latent semantic index. So you're going to right. get some older stuff in there. But Twitter is real time. And uh, Facebook is trying to uh, garner that same real time relevancy. Uh, how, how, are, uh, how, I mean, I don't want to use the word afraid because I doubt they're afraid of anybody. But how concerned is Google with Facebook right now? Um, because from my understanding. Google, Google, is, Google is going to have its audience for some time to come. Google is coming out with some powerful stuff that's keeping people the stickiness of with like Google Voice, getting your own voicemail, free telephone. Well, we talked about that, and I love that, especially for you Bad and Science people. It's beautiful. I love that. And the Google Calendar and the other software features, the one I I show you how to do your research on competition, comes to your e-box anytime somebody blogs something, mentions something about the name or keyword. Right. I think they are going to have privacy issues. Um, I, like I said, I believe I, 
Um, well, Google uh, has has already had it because of uh, yeah. the, what they do in the inbox. And, uh, Facebook had that run on, run in. But here's the thing that most people don't even know. You know, I, I was just looking at uh, one of the bloggers that posted, and he did the research on it. And I'm going to have to do the verification. He said okay. some of the board members were even part or has some some attachment uh, to government uh, intelligence. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if Mark Zuckerberg, if if he was a, a part of that intelligence, he was a part of you know just putting and crafting that together. But we can look at it as an, a total conspiracy, or we can utilize these tools while they're free to actually move our businesses financially forward. You know, and really, if you're not doing anything down, illegal. Cut to the chase. The, the whole right. point of being in business is you got to sell. So I said this from day one. you got to right. sell what that's people it. want. And that, that's, that's what it. Gary Halbert said from day one. And unfortunately, um, my biggest problem, I've said this a hundred times from my very first show on, is that they teach marketing, or I don't know, they, they teach it ass backwards uh, now. And that is uh, they teach you mediums, and then all of a sudden somebody forgets to mention, oh, yeah, by the way, you still have to sell something people want. And mm-hmm. if you – and you've got to – to me, and I will say this to the day I day, I believe that it starts with the offer. And I think once you have a good offer, you can use this information to just, I mean, reach people that you m- might not have ever found. Right. Um but I do believe it starts with an offer. I don't. I think people are reversing. I think they're saying, "Okay, let me buy the computer. Let me set up a Twitter account, and I'll worry about what to sell later." And I think I, I don't agree with that. I think you got to no. find a niche or, or of, of interest or uh, where there's some established money or whatever the hell it is, and not you know too many people out there are trying to again as they say sell seven dollar ebooks on why bumblebees bumble and i'm sorry people you're not gonna get rich doing that um, right i can see this information being used on large deals i mean i can see this being i'm not just talking about like information products i can see applications right. for housing i am starting to see a lot of cool things being done to move high-end houses and open and, and open houses with um uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and I mean, big ticket Well, you saw my product, uh, the yep. seven days, seven videos, uh, Facebook fan page profits. And yep. Excellent. What I do, and I share with you on that, is to set up fan pages specifically towards that niche or that area that's being attracted or that is attractive and that people are already hungry by, versus just setting anything all up because of the image. And, oh, you like how this works. No, people want content. Gabbard said this. When people go online and they're searching, they want one thing. And he told it like it was. They want yeah. content. They don't want to be sold. They we want all want to buy. To, and that's exactly, they all we want to justify buy, what they want to buy. Right. right. But they want to justify what they're looking to buy. If you're right. giving them content based around the whole pre-sell or pre-purchase process, right? they're going to look at you and say, you know what, when I'm thinking about getting a fan page, I'm going to go and talk to that Derek fella. You know what, right. when I buy my next fleet model, instead of us inventorying so many spare tires, we're going to order X lot amount of that flat free, yeah. you know, from Vinny. Because yeah. you know what, he gave me some incredible 
reasons why I should take a look at testing that over 90 days versus doing a new purchase order of tires. Well, well, number the, the main reason on that is because uh, in most cases it will cost you less to put the flat free in your car than it will to fix your car or, or get a uh-huh. new tire. The other thing is, um, I don't know, in Chicago it probably doesn't apply as much, but I'm looking out on my highway right now here in central Florida, and about one every ten cars is pulling a boat trailer with one of those high-end bass fishing boats uh-huh. on the end of it. And let me tell you what happens when one of those goes flat. Uh, about eight out of ten people don't have a spare. It's amazing. Golf carts are harder to to actually repair um, in many cases than just a regular car because again, um, it, it's a different, it's a whole different baby. I mean, uh, it's it's you know the the information is out there and 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 I appreciate you doing that because like I said, uh, that's a product saves life. I mean, like I said, you know, if you're going 70 miles an hour and you get a blowout, you know, God bless you because you you can you, you know. You, you, you can end up like my friend two years ago and swerve head on into a semi. Uh, it was a blowout that could have been prevented. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love and, and um, that, that safety portion of it is something that 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 you can't a, a put a value on life, you. really. I mean, you really can't, and that's really. I mean, I hate to say that's the pitch, but I think Miguel, when when I interviewed the owner, I mean, he he said the same thing. He said, you know, he said my kid doesn't get in a car that doesn't have flat free. He said he made a joke. He said, I have been in business since 1989, and he said, my employees, I've heard the line, my grandma's died 20 times. Sometimes the same guy's used it twice. He forgot he lied the year before. He said, but I have never heard an employee once say, oh, I can't make it to work because i got a flat tire. And I thought that was hilarious um, because, you know, it speaks, you know, it speaks to the it, it, and, and again it's a it's a simple preventative and um, right and it, you know I mean your daughter she's in Tulane I mean you know I mean be honest with you college kids aren't known for being the greatest drivers in the world anyway at least the ones down here in Florida um, it's a small amount of money um, like I said uh, less than. Actually, having to, and by the way, a blown tire is not covered under any warranty, people. So keep right. that in mind as well. Right. So let's not get. I mean, I don't want to turn this into yeah, a. I know uh, we're, we're segueing, but that's cool. I mean, it's all good because I, I brought that up for a point and purpose. Is that right. I don't care how small your niche is or your product or how localized you think your market is. There's a guy down the street from me that runs. A, he owns a hardware store, and I, I go down mm-hmm. to the store because his wife he has it separated. Uh, and there's a section there that he does these glass dolls, uh, well, porcelain dolls. I mean, porcelain these dolls, things okay. are, yeah, they're beautiful. And yeah. uh, he, he gets them from all over. He had one distributor, and he has clients all over the web. He was doing eBay, had to get up out of that crap, you know, because the same yeah. company as, as PayPal, you know, we know. Oh, about we're going to talk about PayPal but, here. No, no, we're not, you, we're, you know, they screwed me this weekend, he, and they'll never get, uh, get no, that chance to do it twice. Yeah, thank you. And by the way, just I will just say this one thing about PayPal, just for everybody's mm-hmm. benefit. I said this on the Warrior Forum three years ago, and I took a lot of heat for it. I said, dear God, please screw more honest marketers, because it's the only way people are going to understand that PayPal can and will take your money uh-huh. for 
reasons that have nothing to do with fraud or anything else. They can no, do they it just, because, yeah. After six years, you don't know who I am on the account. You've been a member for six years. Yeah, yeah. For six years of transactions, and all of a sudden, they don't know who I am and have to verify me. And they don't realize the damage it causes. In my case, $6,800. Here's the funny part on mine, which is so ironic. Their own, you know, eBay, I don't know who owns who, but it's eBay and, and PayPal are one and the same. Right. I receive a trusted power seller certificate in the mail the very same day. PayPal freezes my $6,800. When I asked them why, they said, quote, I said, I have 100% perfect feedback. They said, excessive activity, meaning I was selling uh -huh. at time coins, and it was a little excessive. I, of course, went off. I made the mistake of saying, you know what, you guys are a bunch of thieving bastards out of sue you. She reminded me that by saying the word sue, I'd violated the TOS. Perfect. They held my money right. for 180 days. At uh -huh. the end of which, I had to call to get it back. Now, here's the dirty little secret people don't know. I did not forget the fact I didn't get an apology because, obviously, they froze my money. There was never a complaint. I had no issues. That wasn't why they did it. They earn interest on those frozen accounts. And right. you don't receive – they don't stuff it under a mattress. And I was, it got me to thinking one day, how many millions in frozen accounts are sitting out there? Could they transact, uh, yeah. And that they're earning interest on every day. And I believe it's illegal. I believe it will eventually. It's something that I will do a show on. I've been threatened by their lawyers. Um, and I said, there's nothing. You, you know, I, I said, bring it. I said, it's a simple question. You held my money for six months. You gave it back to me. Had I had it in my bank, I would have earned something on it. Surely, if you're going to exonerate someone, you should pay them the interest for the money that you have arbitrarily frozen. And they are not a bank, people. They're not FDIC insured. Um, just be careful. I mean, I, I, I felt bad um, when I heard it happened to you, but let me tell you something. I know for a fact they have screwed far more honest people uh, than they do the, you know, the gypsy hackers. It's amazing to me. Uh, six years, that's a long time. You've got a, you know, yeah. your, your, your reputation is stellar. Uh, they've done this to a lot of people. It's not, uh, people, people are under the impression PayPal will just, the only people they go after are crooks. It's not true. I, 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 no, I've got a no. list of marketers that have since come up and said, wow, it's scary. So just something to warn people about. I, I hope you right. can get it resolved, and I know exactly, and you're right, after six years, they don't know who you are. Uh, doesn't make any uh, doesn't make any sense. And your reputation you know, is saying, oh, we, we're is requesting actual. additional documentation from you for your identity. They already have my ID. I remember yeah. I had to fax over for one of my debit cards, and I had to get. I had to do ten pages of faxes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's crazy. So I, I so I'll let them have their fun, and then. But I in Ozembeo's, to, to quote Ozembeo, um, and I love this line, uh, John D. Rockefeller did not have a PayPal account, and um, I keep uh, wanting to remind people that. Um, you know, there was a time people were making millions of dollars 
long before PayPal came around. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah oh, don't yeah. don't you know there are, there are options out there. And uh, did I, I Gary Halbert have a PayPal account? I don't know. If Gary Halbert would have burned. I, I I I you know what? <laughs> Truthfully, I have a feeling Gary Halbert would have gone to prison over PayPal for the fact he would have took a flamethrower to the whole building. <laughs> Launched it right into him, right? Crazy. I have no question but, uh, in my mind. I have no question in my mind. <laughs> what other good stuff do you got in this thing? Now, what, oh, no, all these things we're covering, this is part of a, 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 a video series you've put together or That's these individual products. You run this whole series. thing. I want to know what it, what's included in it and the whole thing um, from top to bottom. Okay, well... Let's go over it. It's an over-the-shoulder, step-by-step, uh, beginning with the uh, sneaky online spy tools. Uh, and you got Morse code going on in the background, by the way. I don't know what the hell that is, but it sounds like you're Morse coding someone. So sorry okay. about that. I'll try. I'll try and slow yeah, that I'm down. Like, deet, 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 deet. Yeah. I don't okay. know. Maybe maybe we started talking about the uh, government intelligence and their tapping. But anyway, oh, no, I'm sure. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah. Don't ever say anything <laughs> on the phone you don't want played back to you someday either, people. I've learned that the hard way too. Okay. Okay. Go so ahead. the sneaky online, sneaky online spy tools, the the X-ray vision and unfair advantage mm-hmm. over local competition. It's a video series, and what that video series does, it gives you an over-the-shoulder view of me doing screenshots and okay. actually going and visiting sites and using the applications and the tools and the uh, free software that's online, so that you can actually uncover what and do research on your local competition, national or even global and actually focus on your keywords or get the red meat of what ads are working, build confidence of what you, and you just mentioned the alternate of it, what ads or keywords aren't working. Right. So you can, you know, model or build your platform or foundation for online launching more successfully and uh, give yourself a shortcut. Now, the magic hat tricks and also swipe copy profits that video training series is really combined. It's not really separate because they're okay. they're both short, even though they're powerful. But they're they're both short video series, and what they do is they're designed for those that are considering and determining which niche they want to actually launch, why, and what's working out there right now in terms of the advertising, how to draw free traffic from Google. And all three of these are backed up with bonuses that I offer. I do a weekly video update. I also offer training calls that you can listen to the audios. I give you support and actual coaching. I do do a critique or a mastermind that we can build around uh, or do a roundtable for your idea, your concept, into launching that website, that ad, your marketing model, and your strategy. So that's free with the video purchase. And uh, you're getting that for the first 30 days as a bonus, you know, when I actually do offer those for sale. Even though we're, they're not offered tonight, I'm letting people know that they are well, available. You, you're well, but what I would like you to do is put a link out there because I last time I, I failed to put a – I know you got some subscribers off the show, and that was in spite of me because I didn't get a link up there, but I know – and um, I know you've got uh, a couple different links. And at the end, make sure that I have that because as soon as this show's over, I'm sure. going to go ahead and ally. So everybody who's listening knows if you're listening live. Um, and a lot of my listeners listen uh, throughout the week. Um, the number, you know, I mean, they'll they'll catch it tomorrow or maybe next week. But I will make okay. sure that there is an actual link that corresponds to the show that they can get. A- Guys, I'm going to tell you something. 
straight up, this is an honest dude. He wouldn't be on my show. He spent 30 minutes with my mother on the telephone. Um, I can barely handle my mom for 30 minutes on the telephone, and I love her. Um, and she, she was by the good. way, she, she was good. She, well, she she said that she whether. Her situation applies or not. She said that was the best overall information she had gotten on the mortgage issue. Um, and she talked to everybody. And this was my mom sitting here in the restaurant up at the bar talking to Derek on his time. Um, and he did it uh, for nothing. And literally, um, the guy knows his stuff. I mean, like I said, uh, when it comes to real estate um, and people that are upside down on houses or facing foreclosure, this guy's probably one of the very best in the world at that. Um, the college tuition gifts is a separate program um, mm-hmm. that we talked a little bit about. That's incredible. Um, I knew you were good because I was searching around the other day, and it was funny. I'd, I wish I would have bookmarked it. It was an old form from a couple of years ago about people talking about something, and, and, I, and, and it struck me because somebody said, oh, the guy you need to talk to is Derek Ali. He's the best at it. I'll have to find that. It was some old form. I have no I, idea I what it was. Uh, it's, probably, it's probably the creativeinvestor.com. I think it was the creative investor. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. And you had I actually. I get a lot of love, but there, there's another yeah, niche site. Well, they build uh, you uh, out as being the, the go-to guy when it comes to that. Because like I said, when I talk about real estate, I, I, you, you, I mean, some of the stuff you're talking about, I mean, there's a lot of people out there. I'll just say this brief because you know, we got about 15 minutes, but there's people out there right now that think they owe money on their mortgage when, in fact, uh, that may not be the case. That's right. The bank may have already been paid. And you know the funny thing about that? You you say that to people, and then they look at yeah. you like, what what kind of scam are you running? Yeah, they think it's a scam, and yet you have, I believe, your success rate with people is, is off the chain. With our team, the, the attorneys that we've used, when they did have to go to court, the success rate is higher than that, but we have 200-plus out of 200 cases that went through in favor of the homeowner. Why, if I could book the people NFL, still don't want to believe that. They still want to. No, believe I know they that don't want to believe it. But I, I, I'm, 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 I'm telling people that it, 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 it and and Derek's got documentation. There, there are there are loopholes. Like I said, um, it's amazing to me that you're so versed in all of this stuff. I mean, it's hard enough for me. I, I'm, I'm a master of the barter, and I, for some reason, have a trick uh, to get people on the first page of Google that I don't even know how I do it, but. Uh, other than that, that's all I can do. Uh, mm-hmm. You really do know your stuff. Um, what would be a what would be and, and as far as the, the the scripting now, Derek's a nice guy. I'm not as nice as he is. Um, we are actually going. There is a certain model that uh, you know. Again. I, 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 my ego will never get so big that I just push my product. I only have one. Everybody knows what it is, barter arbitrage. Throughout that course, I have always mentioned Oz and Mayo. We build empires.com. One of the, probably if I had to vote for the best overall contributor, uh, it would be you. Um, there are certain models, and again, I'm not going to give them away. Well, but there you're is right, you're right up there with me, though, so. Yeah, well, we but I'm more of a rancher and a raver. You actually get more detailed and organized. I mean, like I said, my desk looks like uh, it just got nuked, whereas I'm sure yours are you can find your pen and paper. And I'm sitting here with three broken pencils and no paper because I can't find anything in this joint. Um, that's just, yeah, you know, it's just the way it is. My, my, my point is that there is a model that Osm teaches, and, again, I'm not, you know, 
every you know you guys can get over there and check it out for yourself we build empires.com um he's brilliant i mean I, 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 he he likes to play humble but let's put it like this everybody on his team is making well over 100,000 a month or the good majority of them are that's right a month a month and people a month. and if you looked at his, if you looked at his list of clients you wouldn't believe it i'm not going to rehash him but there's a particular model on there where you can utilize a certain organization um in terms of buying and selling houses and in some cases people are actually giving houses away and i'm not going to get into it however you found an example right in your backyard yeah i got i found one right here that i put up there where a certain organization received a house for a hundred bucks this isn't grant has nothing to do this is all based around passion for the particular organization i have a young lady that has made a career in the adult film industry. And before everybody says, oh, this or that, this is a young lady, 27, who's very smart, takes a lot of courage to do what she does. I know a lot of people are laughing and saying, sure it does. Well, it does. The point is, she's 27. She actually is making the the calls. And these aren't cold calls. This is basically a situation where she's calling up, will be calling up and saying, basically, um, my boss buys and sells houses. We'd like to give you half the money from our next sale. I mean, I'm doing the short version. But we're actually, I'm actually going to do a recorded call with you and her because what I want people to realize is that um, Derek can structure dialogue as good as anybody I've ever seen. And, and you know, everybody's afraid of the phone. I hate cold calling. I hate cold calling. Osmond and I got in a discussion about that. He loves it. I personally don't think this is cold calling. Cold calling is where you bother somebody at lunch, and I know he likes to do it, and he's great. He's <laughs> out the mail. I don't consider calling up a certain, say, school and saying, by the way, um, I'm going to sell a house, and I'd like to give you half the profits. I don't consider that cold calling. I consider that an offer they can't refuse right out of the Godfather. And I call it actually, a mission. It's a it's a mission mindset. And if yeah. you're on a mission to help people, if you're on a mission to accomplish a goal and great things, and you know, a lot of people forget. You know, they 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 think that these not for profit agencies are just poor and broke. The small ones mostly are. The larger ones just waste a lot of money. However, you have to look at the example of Mother Teresa. She was a billion-dollar operation. She was an empire. She was, as Stuart Wilde said, she was a sharp old bird. She was a shark. Let me tell you, uh, I, I'm not some people say you call it Mother Teresa. She was a brand. No, no in, term, in terms yeah. of her adage, you couldn't speak to her unless you had your checkbook open. Mm-hmm. And she had thousands of causes and people who you could help. So how much can you contribute to, the, to helping these people today? That's what it was about. And that's how she gained their loyalty. It wasn't so much that she was like, here are the good things that I'm doing. She wanted right. to know what you could do to help her, exactly. to help and those people. It, it wasn't it, about it, her it, pocket. It comes down to positioning again. It wasn't right. – Mother Teresa didn't have to go in. That's what I always tell people. Never feel the need. If, and on this particular deal we're talking about – you don't ever have to feel the need to beg or, or grovel or kiss somebody's ass to give them money. And That's right. You never feel like that. And it, 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 it gives you a great feeling of power to be able on the phone and basically tell That's somebody, it. hey, why are you worthy to get this $20,000? And when you can do that, 
The payoff is making that phone call. I mean, it's so rewarding. The fact that you get somebody to listen. You know, when I I hear guys, they write, and and the gals, they write on on the We Build Empires and Mm -hmm. on Osmond's other blog, on his free blog. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Ryan, I helped him to to earn $5,000, you know, by putting the simple script into play. And uh, he made $5,000 that week. That's powerful. You're changing it's just an, and it's a simple script. And when we mean script, because I've always hated scripts too, by the way. I've yeah. hated scripts. I've hated cold calls. Just call, call it mean, dialogue. It's, yeah, it's really, really that's really what it is. Uh-huh. Instead of calling up Mr. Jones while he's, you know, having an interlude with his secretary and saying, hey, would you like to buy a timeshare, basically what you're doing is you are calling up uh, a certain type of organization that really needs you, and you're basically saying, you know what, I, I, I am really looking for three or four organizations to give my money to. Could you recommend somebody? I mean, I, that's just one example. Do you see the difference between that? You are now going from the – because, again, we are in life predisposition to block salespeople out of them. That's why, uh-huh. that's why the receptionist used to work at the Pentagon. Her job is to keep you away from the boss. When I call a receptionist – by the time I'm done with her, she either she 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 puts me on the phone with the boss, or she's afraid she's going to lose her job. Right. Because I might start the conversation off like this: uh, Hey, hey, Toots, um, I'm looking to buy 17 Ferraris. Put me on the phone with the man. I'm not going to get the same, re- and, and I'm being facetious, but that's basically switching the power from. You know, I, 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 you end up like the death of a salesman. I feel I, I have a I have a passion for salespeople. It's a tough racket when they have to come in and they gotta you know hit the bricks and they gotta you know like the guys from Glen Gary Glen Roth. But the fact is, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, with the proper dialogue and coming at people from a position of strength and not weakness, and it's just a matter of switching the words around. And you do it brilliantly with your dialogue. You you can get on the phone. And, you know, let them, they're pitching you by the time the call's over. Absolutely. You want their offers. And that's the whole positioning. And that, that I, I'll, I'll call that and I'll give it credit. It's Osm's uh, positioned authority. I, I call yeah. it the, the Mother Teresa syndrome because you couldn't get on the phone or talk to her or get a meeting with her unless you had your checkbook ready and you were ready right. and willing to help. You know, there were other people that were ready to take you as a volunteer, but if you were going to actually sit with her and meet with her as a business person or someone who was going to be associated, she wanted to know what your contribution was going to be to help these people. But now let's give them a little little secret. Let's give them a little Uh secret away here. One of the the reasons it also worked is there was a reason they wanted to give money to Mother Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got to find people's reasons. Oh, that, 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 is, that is it. That's people are interested in what they're already interested people. in. They're right. more interested uh, in what they already have an interest in. High school football in Texas on Friday. There are two things in Texas that are important. God and high school football, and I'm not sure which order they fall in. Um, <laughs> those of you who have ever read the book Friday Night Lights know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. I know uh-huh. that in this little town here, I have seen eight to 10,000 people show up to high school football games. We had a population of 20,000. Now, you do the math. Do you think there I, – I, I know a gentleman that's 70 years old that lives and dies by Notre Dame football. 
because he went there. His kid goes. They don't even play on the team. Anything that has passion is positioned for you. You've got to understand why people give away things. They're not giving it away. They're not going to give it to me, but they may very well give it to Mother Teresa. They're not going to give it to me, but they may give it to their, their high school football team. And when you're able to position yourself in the middle of that, you can make a lot of money. And that's all I'm going to say about that model. But it, I, it, you don't have to beg people and cold call them. And that's what, unfortunately, most fundraisers do. Right, uh, right. You know, and, they, have the and, wrong, they, have, they have the wrong positioning on, on what they're achieving or what their goal is. Or you got to the cast of Cocoon out there, like I mentioned, in Speedos. 80-year-old men in Speedos washing cars. And good <laughs> God, that was the most horrifying thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> The guy, you know, the guy wearing Greg Lagana's Speedos, no shirt, and it was horrifying. And the fact is, the old codger shouldn't have been out there having to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There was no need for that. Could have spared the public that embarrassment. Well, he was older than the temperature in the town, which was about 112 that day. So, no. I'm not making fun of the old. I'm just saying that's fundraiser. Sell cookies. Right. Or like these, the kids at school, they bring home those friggin' catalogs. And, you know, and this and that. And I'm telling you, there's ways you can go into some of these organizations and within a matter of a couple of weeks walk out twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. it has been done. I mean, uh, um, that's one of the techniques. That's the technique I focus on. I know I'm not sure. What, out, of, out of all the techniques in WBE, which one do you like the best? See, for me, I'm nonprofit because I, I got my own spin on that, and I'm incorporating my, awesome my stuff. My identity has been the nonprofit and uh, working the home giveaway. Uh, that one right. really, really hit like gang. You don't, you're not as much into the lender agent as like yeah, I know Garrett's into that. I know there's something in there for everybody. There, um, there, there's some serious models there, you, you, but you have to go. Do you really enjoy doing it? And, right. Uh, you know, I, I, I love people. I just can't stand realtors all that much. You know, uh, and yeah, I have an affinity for lenders. Exactly. And right I, I guess that's because. I, I used to be a mortgage originator, so and, and a mortgage banker in Chicago, and we used to go and 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 they used to drive us nuts, you know. And it used to be a begging. I never had to beg actually because I had a model that actually I was referring buyers to lenders, so they Didn't were. Didn't Dan Kennedy talk about Proctor, who's one of his students, who's one of the best in the world, and to even get oh, him yeah. to deal with your house? If the first words out of their mouth is, if you're looking to shop around for other agents. Hit the bricks. We're only dealing with people that want to do business with us and us only. Same thing with Dan Kennedy. Uh, they call him up and say, hey, we've got a list of five people we'd like to come speak. You're on the list of uh, possible candidates. He says, take me off the list. I don't want to be on a speed dating list. I only work with people that are predispositioned to hire me. Absolutely. You've got to have that kind of mindset on there. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the guy who pays him a million bucks. See, I loved what he said. And he said, somehow that makes this guy think uh, that when he calls me, I'm going to just drop everything I do and call him back. And granted, That's it's not nice. the case. Absolutely. That's not the case. You, you, you get a call back from Dan when Dan's ready, and the customer's not always right. The customer's right when they do what he tells them to do. And he comes off a bit arrogant and cranky, but the fact is he has created a lot of millionaires in some of the most obscure niches. He's thoroughly documented, even over this documented. way. And it's all it's one it's of my positioning. 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 Yes. If people could just grasp, 
instead of being a victim, go from victim to victor. Um, and if you got to do it by fear, like I use the uh, John Gotti line, I said, you know, if you're walking through the neighborhood and Little Italy, and all of a sudden somebody starts screwing with you, and the next thing you say, well, my dad's, you know, the member of the Gambino crime family, uh, that's positioning by fear because all of a sudden now that sold-out restaurant's going to make a table for you now. I'm using that as an example that doesn't apply nothing I'm trying to teach people. But positioning is positioning. It is. And, and it, you don't have to be a cold caller. Um, we got, it looks like, three minutes. What else do you do in that, in that time span? Throw anything out about what you're doing, contact, anything else you got. I'll give you the last three minutes because we were all over the place. But it was good information, I think, tonight. I really enjoyed this. I'm, well, I'm glad. It's been a tough I, couple I days really for me. I was really grateful you invited me back onto the show. I almost I got canceled the, the show. I've been emotional wrecked the last couple of days. Uh, right, and, and I'm I sorry for I your need, loss. I, I needed well, you to do the show. Your friend, uh, I got uh, a best friend I'm fighting with, and uh, then you know the the death of another friend, and it's right. been a tough. It's been and and just you know physical health issues uh, are kind of creeping up a little bit. But you know what? This is why the, I love pushing doing on. the show. Oh, yep. absolutely, man. Uh, they can't kill Superman. I ain't going nowhere. So tell tell <laughs> finish up. Uh, we got. I think we got two or three minutes. Just. Any advice, okay, anything well, you want to say? Well, I just wanted to say I was grateful that you invited me on, you know, and I get a chance to do an overview on the sneaky online spy tools and also the online, you know, the online traffic, magic hat tricks, and swipe copy profits. Um, and I'm looking forward to working with you uh, closely on this JV and getting some leverage this week. Uh, earlier today, I did a letter for you, too. Uh, it's going to be on my couponing model, uh, and I think it will help you to have an appreciation for the giveaway for referrals. Uh, and, and leverage. So you, I'll get your feedback on that. I'll send that to you after the show. Uh, cool. and we got the 90 seconds. What, what? Give me web. We could, we could, Derek, Al, Derek Ali. Yeah, DerekAli.com. Yeah, D-E-R. I'm going to put that up there. Just DerekAli.com is good. Opt in and mention Vegas Vents, and I'm going to throw in a bonus for you guys, and I'll throw in a free critique Worth two hundred. Right. I'm going to blog that for you too, so they see okay. it. Because if people missed it, um, uh-huh. I'll, I'll put that as the thing in there. Hey, man, brother, I appreciate it. Hey, um, your Thanks information is great, and we'll, we may end up. And by the way, we'll, we'll do that training call. We'll post it. I think that's going to be powerful. Okay. I'm not doing it as a publicity stunt. I'm doing it to show people that if this girl can go out and do this, anybody can. And this is going to be dialogue that Derek actually created for her. So that will be coming up this week. Um, as always. Like I said, I apologize for the beginning of the show. It's been a tough couple days for me. Life goes on. Uh, May you live to see the dawn for real. May all your dreams come true. And may everybody stay forever young. And um, this has been uh, good therapy for me tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Derek, we're going to have you back on the uh, famous Danny Nix training video call. I think that's going to... That's going to... Yeah, it is a little publicity stunt. Why why lie? But you know what? She's gonna hey. knock it. She's gonna she's gonna kick some ass. Good night, brother. Good night, everybody. Be a great Love show. Good night. Peace. Thanks for having me. All right.